90.1 Hope FM. Well, the time is 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. And as you will know, that uh, during these very challenging times, that uh, for many people who are homeless, that has presented them with, with many extra challenges. One organisation that's doing a lot to help and support people who find themselves homeless is Michael House and their chief executive, uh, uh, Mark Horsford, joins me now. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning, Blair. So, Mark, tell us, for people who have no idea about the work of Michael House, what do you guys do? So, we're, we're actually a homeless hostel based in Boscombe, and we've been, well, it's, we celebrated our 20th anniversary this year. We opened our doors 20 years ago in July. Um, but the charity's been running since 1992 uh, as Michael's Limited, and we opened the first night shelter in Dorset, which ran for 10 years. Now, if somebody... Um, if somebody sort of comes your way, you know, who is who is homeless, I mean, how does the process work? Are, are people referred to you? Do they turn up on the door? Um, it's a bit of both. We do have referrals. Uh, we prefer the referral route because it, it means that we can manage the assessments properly because of everything that's going on at the moment. We're doing telephone assessments or video assessments. Uh, but we do get referrals from churches, from, from shelter, from the, the local authority uh, and, and word of mouth. Now, you, you've been very innovative because you've been doing things like cycle repair and involving your residents in that and gardening, and, and which, of course, you've won many uh, awards and so on. So uh, it must be great to be able to involve residents in those sorts of projects. Definitely. I think without involving the residents, the, the house wouldn't be as it was and it is. And certainly, we always say we never know which direction the charity or the, the hostel is going to go into because we, we never know who's going to come in next. And every new person brings something different to the house. So we have been doing a lot of activities and they've really been born from ideas that the residents have been trying to get involved in. Or if we've seen somebody's got a particular passion, we can then hopefully develop something that encourages people to have a purpose and move forward. Now, obviously, everyone has had challenges, and I guess that for you, that's been even more difficult. So it's easy to say, well, self-isolate and so on, but obviously with people who yeah. have perhaps chaotic lifestyle and, and so on, it can't have been the easiest thing. So how has it been for you and your staff team and the, and the residents during during COVID? Um, I think that the staff have been phenomenal. I think they've, they've really, like, like every support worker, takes a little bit of themselves to work but tries to keep it very professional and, and, and make sure that the environment is as, as safe and as, as as upbeat as possible. But it has been difficult. I think the residents have been very resilient. I think this lockdown has been a lot easier for for some because before when everything shut down and face-to-face stopped and, and a lot of the fellowship meet, meetings and the churches closed, it was really difficult for people with certain support needs to get that face-to-face contact. But we've develop stuff in-house as well we've been making sure that we've got mp3 players full up with podcasts to keep people motivated uh, we've done print out workouts where we've had some volunteers do things that they can have printed out sheets with one step-to-step sort of workout systems that they can do um, we've been using zoom as well which is quite important for us is because ultimately we can still carry on doing our our unit awards that we've been doing with the residents around activities um, but we try and do some collective stuff. We've been doing art still. Instead of doing the art sessions, we've been doing individual arts and coming together and, and putting them together as a project. We've done creative writing outside. Um, today, I think, no, Wednesday, we've got a, a Zoom session for creative writing with ex-residents and residents to do some creative writing to keep them inspired, really.
Now, obviously, to make all of that happen and to keep the wheels turning, you have you have quite a number of volunteers who support the work in different ways. How do you recruit volunteers? And if somebody listening to you to us talking now wanted to maybe come your way and offer you some some support, what can they best do? Well, we always say, and having volunteered myself for a long time, and and. I think it's important that you bring something to your volunteer placement. So we don't want people to come and just feel that they're not doing anything purposeful. So if somebody's got a passion or a skill, then we can try and create something for them to have a unique volunteer placement at Michael House. Um, it's, it's quite difficult at the moment because we're trying to reduce the amount of people in the building at any one time so we can keep the service running if there's ever a problem. Um, but we do have volunteers that are doing stuff at home through Zoom. We, we can still be creative and, and try and keep people connected. Now, obviously, to keep the wheels of any organisation, any charity running, it takes a great deal of money. How do you, how do you oil those financial wheels, Mark? <laughs> We, we've, we're, we're finding it difficult at the moment because I think every charity is finding it very difficult because fundraising isn't, you're not able to do the things that you perhaps would have done, things have been cancelled. Um, as a charity, we've, we've reduced our capacity because some of our bedrooms were shared rooms and ultimately because of COVID, we've, we've decided and certainly the right decision was not to fill those rooms with two people. So there's eight spaces down, which has a financial impact on the, on the charity, but it makes sure that people are safe. So um we've we've got some brilliant fundraisers we've got a lovely lady called sheila who's been doing fundraising throughout throughout lockdown even uh she's been doing raffles online she's been doing quizzes for us and we even had a, a young young chap who was doing a, a 50 mile in five days fundraiser to raise money for michael house now there's a particular bike <laughs> on her bike, that's well, good for her. She'd be the fittest person in the area then. <laughs> the, uh, now, obviously, you've got this, this wonderful and exciting opportunity coming uh, in December called the Big Gift. Tell us something. What what is that? Uh, the Big Gift is a, a really unique and brilliant time to to fundraise because it means that as a charity, we've we've got we've had pledges who's pledged a pot of money, and we've also got a champion. Um, who have pledged a second pot of money. So we merged that together, and anyone throughout the 1st to the, to the 8th of December, uh, we, we can match their donation. So if somebody were to donate £5, that, that would become £10. So it means that we can hopefully raise more funds during that period of time. And it's a, again, it's a nice way for a week that we can celebrate what we do as a house. We can promote that through social media, and um, we, we have testimonies from our residents about how Michael House has, has helped them. Um, so it's a really good opportunity just to raise awareness of the charity, but also double a donation, which I think is, is unique, really. It's a fantastic op- op- opportunity. And obviously, if people want to know more about the work of Michael House, they can go to your, your, your website or your social media channels. Can, can you just give us the, the address of that website? Yeah, so our website is www.michaelhouse.co.uk. Uh, on there, there's links to all of our social media. We also have a, a YouTube channel that, that can show you what we do and how we've uh, helped a couple of people through the way. Um, and also, we've got a blog, a residence blog. So if you click on the blog, it's all their creative writing that they've they've created over the years um, and some of their art, the work that they've done, which is quite inspiring as well. Well, finally, if people wanted to pledge a gift and, and have that be doubled by the Big Gift campaign, how do they do that? Do they pledge now in the run-up or do they have to wait till that week begins the first to the the 8th of December I think you said yep it goes live on the 1st of December so people can't donate 
to double that until then. So they have to wait um, for we that window. We will have a link on our website. Okay, so the best thing is to go to your website and then use use yeah. the link. 90.1 Hope FM. Now, we've already heard from the chief executive of Michael House, but of course, all good charities have got uh, good trustees, and Michael House is is chaired by Martin Slade. Good morning to you, Martin. Good morning, Blair. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, we heard we heard there earlier on a wee bit from uh, Mark about what Michael House does. How did you come to, to get involved yourself? Uh, through another housing association, which I uh, was involved with, and through the church, uh, where we were giving meals to the homeless. And a couple of our volunteers there uh, were trustees of Michael House, and they asked, suggested that I might like to get involved. Uh, I was just standing down from the other housing association after eight years, um, not exactly looking for another role, but um, I think the roles find you if you have uh, that kind of uh, wish. And Mark said quite rightly that so many charities are, are, are facing challenges. And I know, of course, even the, the, the trustee meetings that you have, you have, you have them on a monthly basis, but you haven't been able to meet face to face, have you? We haven't, no. Uh, we've been uh, one of the supporters, the many supporters of Zoom. Uh, it's been, it, it hasn't been very challenging, Mark said it's all up. Uh, all you have to do is click a button and uh, hey, presto, you're on the screen and you're communicating with the other members of the trustees. So, so uh, you, it's very you, simple. you, like everybody else, are learning new skills. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll all be turning into Zoom puppets, won't we? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know whether it's a skill which I uh, will use after uh, lockdown, but uh, it's, it's been an interesting path. Now, you're obviously leading the leading the board of uh, of trustees. I mean, what what sort of role do do, do you and your fellow trustees play in in the charity? Uh, we're there really just for governance and compliance with the Charities Act. Um, all organisations need to make uh, sure that uh, they have rules and regulations, um, procedures, budgets, uh, and if the staff uh, not headed up, of course, as a chief executive, it's aim of the staff to, uh, to to ensure that that's carried out. But we are there. I see it. It's, it's not, we're not a regulator, but we're there for compliance reasons. Um, we're also involved in fundraising. Uh, Mark and his staff have got their work cut out, uh, just running the hostel. Um, and therefore, the board and the, the trustees uh, are required to fundraise as best we can. Uh, it's hard work, particularly in this... Uh, well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. In, in this uh, climate, it's actually been... There's been a lot more opportunities for us. Uh, a lot of government uh, funds available. Uh, lots of charities, large charities, uh, have allocated funds. Uh, been a lot of hard work for our finance director uh, applications. Uh, they're all slightly different. They're all, they, they seem to get longer and longer in their form and their layout. Uh, but John... Uh, uh, John Malin is our finance director, who is a wonderful find. Um, he, he's been remarkable, and we have been very successful. Now, obviously, Mark referred to the number of volunteers that help the charity in, in a multiplicity of different ways. That must be a great encouragement uh, to you as the chairman. Oh, we're indebted. Uh, there are several uh, real, uh, almost full-time volunteers. Uh, we have ambassadors who promote us. Uh, young and old, we've got a couple of uh, very young ambassadors who are musically minded and uh, have little concerts. Last year they were busking in the square. Um, they promote it within their schools. 
Uh, we have people come into the house. Uh, as Mark said earlier, they can't come in at the moment, uh, but they're doing it remotely. Uh, holistic uh, activities, uh, creative writing, art, yoga. Um, then we have uh, Scott Mitchell, who is one of our uh, well-known ambassadors. Um, he, uh, he used to come into the house uh, for darts evenings. Uh, we have the ubiquitous pub quizzes. Um, there, there's lots of ways we can do it. We were frustrated this year uh, because we weren't able to uh, pr promote our music evening. Uh, we've been doing this for a couple of years at Shelley uh, Theatre. Um, sadly, we had to cancel that. Um, but uh, we, we, will, we will return. Now, obviously, this is fantastic opportunity that Mark was talking about called uh, The Big Gift. Now, I know that you personally have been very active. Is there a bit of a competition to see, you know, how many people can get signed up, you know, and, uh, you know, to, to this? I mean, it's, it's not often, actually, that you get an opportunity where money can be given. And then, in this case, The Big Gift will actually double it, which is incredible, isn't it? It is indeed. Um, that was uh, uh, through our founding uh, chairman, our, our life president, John Coulson. Um, he was the one who identified this opportunity last year. Uh, he was like a dog with a bone. He was determined he was going to uh, get the application in. We were going to be accepted uh, because it's not a given that if you apply, you will be accepted by the big give. Uh, you have to tell them what you want to do uh, with the money, um, what, who you are, um, and how much you want to raise. And they have to... Uh, I suppose, uh, go, go through the application and make sure that it's viable. Um, and it's all thanks to John. So last year was our first year. Uh, it was it was hard work, very hard work, because you talk about it for a long time uh, leading up to the 1st of December, and then you just have the seven days, the one week, in order to get the pledges. Um, it's, it's difficult. And also, of course, not, not only with all the... the, the the COVID challenges, but of course, particularly as you go into the Christmas season, uh, there's so many uh, charities that are vying, aren't they, for people's people's support? There, are, there are, but there's a lot of good people out there uh, with big hearts, um, and there's a lot of loyalty amongst our followers. Um, we have regular givers uh, on a monthly basis, on an annual basis. Um, there is a, a real awareness of the whole situation um, and this I think more than, than ever uh, people have seen that uh, the homeless have been uh, the, the target of, um, uh, of charities and good work there's no one out there who needs to be homeless at the moment uh, there's a, a bed for everyone um, but uh, we, we're, we're blessed we're very blessed and of course every little helps uh, to quote a phrase from a another organization but nevertheless the, the the giving of people no matter whether it's of themselves as volunteers or whether they're giving uh, cash or pledging whatever it makes a big difference doesn't it martin it does um for every pound we get is i think mark mentioned that you've said previously it doubled uh, by uh, our, our sponsors and it's the human rights fund who are our champions this year so they will providing we reach our target of uh, £10,000. We've got £5,000 pledged. We get another £5,000 from people out there. That's the 10000 That is then doubled by uh, the, the champion Human Rights Fund. And of course, on top of that, there's um, uh, um, the, the, the government... Um, I've lost the words, Blair. Um, gift aid. Uh, oh, the government will give oh, up of course 25 you get back. You get the tax back, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. 
no doubt about it. It, it is hard work. Um, but for people listening, every pound is important. So even if you can only afford a pound, uh, hopefully it'll be a little more than that. But every pound is important because that pound could be £2.25. Well, Martin, thank you so much for joining me on the air. And, of course, we wish you and the trustees and all of the folk at Michael House uh, great success uh, as you head towards that big big gift. Uh, and if you want to give, then, as you heard Mark saying a wee bit earlier on, go to Michael House website. That's Michael House, www.michaelhouse.co.uk. And you'll find there uh, lots and lots of information about the charity. But also, uh, it's the 1st of December that the big gift opens and you have to actually make your pledge between the 1st and the 8th of December but there will be a link on the charity's website for that For more inspirational interviews podcasts and Hope FM best bits visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again